We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. I know you're about to spend this entire episode throwing nerd stats at me. I don't, Brian, I don't believe in stats. You only believe in stats. No, science is a liar sometimes. I told you that (laughs) episodes ago. That wasn't this show. It was a different show. (laughs) It was this show. Was it this show? Yeah. I thought Vargas was there. Too. It was the, no, it was the whole uh, fourth down conversion oh, stat yeah, for from the Chargers, Chargers game. And what and you said that on this show. And of course, what is this show? This is the NFL show, uh, an offshoot hosted by two thirds of debates on tap. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And, and I think in the near future, you're going to get just more episodes with just <laughs> two thirds of the debates what? on tap. You. I, that's <laughs> Brendan. You can't tell the future. That's crazy. But if you want to bet on it, then yeah, you should. You should put money on that. I just am tired. I'm sick and tired of stats. You're sick. Why am I over here then? <laughs> because Sorry. it's wins or losses. Yeah, it's wins or losses. Mm-hmm. Those are the only stats that matter. I don't know. Those are the only stats that matter. Are you telling me that's a good metric of QB success? Is wins and losses? It doesn't matter. QB success doesn't mean shit if you so lose because, the game. <laughs> so you're saying Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback because he's only won one Super Bowl? Uh, no, I'm just saying... That's what you just said. <laughs> not what Welcome just to the said. NFL show. I got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying people get bogged down in this bullshit. And yeah, how many rings does Aaron Rodgers have? Okay. And then people want to say, oh, it's Ooh, the no. defense. Oh, it's the blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's the ball. Okay, great. Well, blame the front office. Yeah, that's that's a whole other right? conversation. Yeah. So if your if your team can't put together a competent season that wins the Super Bowl, right? Then it does. I don't care what stats you throw me. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever ever play the game. I will not. Doesn't win though. Can't win. Not a winner. Not a winner. You know. He's all into. He's out the anti COVID bitch. I just think. I just stats are there mm-hmm. to, to to have fun to be looked at. Sure. You know. Sure. They're like me when I'm in my tiny shorts. I think the important thing to remember about stats is that, sure, stats can tell you a lot about things other than just did this team win, did this team lose. It dies into the the the, the way the game is played and expands on how, like how successful a team is, in my opinion, or how unsuccessful a team is, in my opinion. Um, so I think a lot of them are very important. And I think 
in this game for this week with the Chiefs facing off in Cincinnati against the Bengals, I think some of the stats are are fairly important, but I think it's interesting because I think everyone in the NFL world has lost their collective goddamn minds about the Bengals. No, no, man. Bengals are the best team in the AFC. Team to beat. Now, I know episodes, episodes ago, I was high on the Bengals, and then we cursed them, unfortunately. Or fortunately. Or maybe fortunately, to where they are now. But, you know, you go back and you just look through the Bengals season, and they played a lot of really bad teams. And... But what constitutes a bad team, Brendan? Wins and losses. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then something called EPA, expected points added, right? No, it's the Environmental Protection Agency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I messed that up. Uh, EPA is, is a measure of how successful or unsuccessful a team is. And that's that's basically a stat we can look at. And it's, it's player-based. It is team-based. It is um, like down-based. Like, for example, the Chiefs are one of the best teams EPA-wise because of their success at first down conversions, touchdown rates. Like, basically, the Chiefs have the highest rate in the league at, like, 27% or or almost 30% or something like that. That's the highest rate in the league? Of if you start at the 25-yard line, which is statistically... You're expected. You know, you are expected 30% of the time to score a touchdown, which is an insane amount. Like That's a lot. I think the lowest rate is the Jets at, like percent or something which is bad that's lower than the jags uh maybe maybe i here's the thing though and this is this is my point sort of is that in the nfl you can look at stats and trends you can see what totally likely right is a likely trend for something to happen Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but each game is a new game yes and let's say let's say patrick mahomes Right, we saw it the first seven games of the year. Yeah, during people were off, up drops, to Halloween. Yeah, yeah blah blah blah. Right, mm-hmm. but each game somebody might play subpar, or somebody might play just out. They sure. might have a game of their life, or just a normal game where they catch a ball, just or just a normal game where they do their job. <laughs> but I just when it's so even play by play, mm-hmm. you look at like a tipped ball. You look at Patrick Mahomes's uh, right where he dirted it to McColl, a wide open McColl Hardman, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh, great quarterbacks don't do that." It's like, well, yeah, sometimes they do. I've seen Brady miss everyone by does. A, a yeah, everyone mile. does. Yeah. It's just it accidents and it things happens. happen, and that's why I just don't like people that live by the stats. And I know you don't live by the stats. No, but you keep it close to your bed. Yeah, I have a book on my bed called Stats. Yeah, and what, by it, what does it stand for? <laughs> <laughs> so the ass <laughs> oh, okay. thought, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, there's some interesting, I, I, I always think it's fascinating to dive into stats because like, because again, you know, we had the big nerd stat that I think is one of the best stats, DVOA, which basically taught, it, it, it is a strictly success-based stat, right? Or uh, like the, defines what, makes a team unsuccessful and i think it's it's pretty wild that you you look at the national conversation around the bengals who lit up a raven depleted ravens team and it's now suddenly joe burrow is better than patrick mahomes oh, some of those screen the grabs bang- that i've seen are insane where they just, just give us the wild to give them this the skill uh players they give them the quarterback which is now he might be having a better year statistically he is not 
He's his touchdown to <laughs> interception ratio isn't better. Uh, no, I don't think so. Hmm, that's that's a stat, Brendan. That you, I, I expect. I don't want to hear. I don't think so. I want to hear yes or no definitively because um, you are a stat man. No. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes has thirty three to thirteen TD to interception. Jober has thirty to fourteen. Oh, so. so why are they giving him the crown? Because they he lit up <laughs> the f- the fifth sixth practice squad players of the Ravens defense. What is that? What is that? There's a phrase where the most recent memory is the one that recency bias. Yeah, they they got a big big batch of recency bias at the store. And like that's not to say don't do not listener don't get this misconstrued of us saying the Bengals are you know bad whatever the thing the Bengals are a very good team or that Joe Burrow is bad because he ha- he's not as good as Patrick Mahomes he's gonna be great when he grows up no one in my opinion is as good as ba- what what Patrick Mahomes does on the peak of the mountain day right um his peak is higher than anyone else's peak crest, you're saying. yes and whenever you see the peaks like against the Steelers whenever he turns it on against the Chargers whenever Patrick Mahomes becomes the fire-breathing dragon where nothing will stop him much like you see in the playoff games against the Texas Texans Titans you know the whole Super Bowl run and even last year with the Bills and things like that that those are the moments whenever I think that separates the Joe Burrows of the world the Derek Carrs of the world you know things like that um, and so that's what you, you look through the Bengals schedule and let's talk about wins or losses. Let's okay? talk about them. So last week they beat the Ravens 41 to 21. Let them up against let's remember now Lamar Jackson didn't play. Um, I think that was the game where, yeah. Uh, who the hell is that? Joe, Joe Burrow. No, the Baltimore. Yeah. The Huntley was out too. Josh Johnson. Yeah. Wasn't even Tyler Huntley, who is a capable backup for mm-hmm. the for the Ravens. Josh Johnson came in and played. Um I totally missed still that. scored twenty one. And they still scored twenty one because again, a, most of the Ravens skill defenders are hurt, decimated. Their yeah. their defense is decimated from what COVID at the time and from multiple injuries because <laughs> The Ravens practice field looks like cardboard. <laughs> like that field yeah, is bad. insane. I thought it was sand. Yeah. And so you see like Lamar Jackson's ankle injury is not getting better. You see the multiple knee injuries that the Ravens have had. And you're like, I think I see a pattern yeah, here. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so they beat a depleted bad Ravens team. 41 to 21 the week before uh, they played uh, the Broncos scored 15 to 10, won that game. Um, in a game where Teddy Bridgewater was knocked out of with a concussion that early in the game, is going to die. From I, I, I really worried about Teddy Bridgewater. And Drew Locke came in, who we know Drew Locke cannot come in off the bench and play a game. So against a pretty good, damn good Broncos defense, only scored 15 points. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lost in overtime uh, against the 49ers, 26 to 23, um, against a capable defense, but a, a still not great defense. And then against an offense that. At times can hum, but at times just looks like who knows what they're doing. As long right? as Kittle's going and Debo Samuel's got the ball in his hands, right? And here's the game I really want to highlight. Stop this! I don't know why this. Every I time can't. I, I this is how I live. Thing. The game prior, they lost to the Chargers, forty-one to twenty-two. Where basically, here's what I want to highlight. Here's a, here's where I think the Chiefs-Bengals game is going to come down to. Right? Is that the Bengals' pass rush? And their linebackers, one of whom they're they're getting back because he, I think, was injured in this game and he was been out for three games, but he's coming back for the Chiefs game. Uh, that linebacker is very athletic, very good run defender, but the Bengals' pass rush is very good, very capable. I think uh, 
TJ Henderson, I think his name is. Came from the Saints. Yeah, it came from the Saints. He's a pass rusher. Uh, he's a pass rusher for the. He was the Saints last year, and he's here now. He has like 14 sacks. Okay. And then two other guys on the Cleveland. Uh, I'm sorry, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, defensive interior and defensive, and has seven sacks each. So they they have a pretty damn good pass rush. Yeah. And they're very good at stopping the run. Um, but in the case of like the Chargers game, where they just passed all over the the uh, the Bengals secondary because the Bengals secondary cannot match up against a strong stronger skill skill player. Um. Uh, offense, right? In a game like where most teams are doubling Travis Kelsey the whole time. Right. Yeah. And and I don't think that the Bengals secondary and pat and pass defense is going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs passing offense, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you look at Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow threw for 317 yards, had three touchdowns, one interception. Here's I think what's important is Austin Eckler only rushed for 14 carries, 59 yards. So again, the Bengals rushing defense is pretty is is pretty good. But then you look at receiving wise. Mike Williams had 110 passing yards, and uh, Guyton, I don't know who that really is, uh, had 90 yards and a touchdown. Austin Eckler caught 45 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen uh, had 34 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know. Then you kind of like cruise through these games where like the the Browns lit up the Bengals uh, earlier in the year too. Uh, they lost a weird game to the Jets where the Jets. Um, uh, past Mike White had 400, 405 yards. That's the game Mike White went fucking off, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, three touchdowns and two interceptions. Um, that yeah. So the Jets just went scorched earth <laughs> on the Bengals. And you look through these these games, and there there are games where you see good um, passing offenses and things like that light up the Bengals, like the Packers twenty five to twenty two in overtime. But I I, I just think that. Against the Chiefs, like it's, I, I, I'm very curious why so many people are giving the edge to the the Bengals' offense. Which not to say the Bengals' offense isn't good; it is capable. It's good. It's got two very good uh, receivers, two young, very good receivers, receiver. and a pretty damn good tight end. They have Joe Burrow, who again is going to be, in my opinion, a pretty damn in elite company one day, yeah. right? But he's still young. the The big glaring issue, and I think what this game is ultimately going to come down to, is. The Bengals' interior offensive line is one of the worst in the league because Joe Burrow has been sacked. I think he has the fourth highest sack rate in the league or something like that. That's not what you want from a quarterback that tore his ACL the first year. That's what I'm saying. And this is what we highlighted at the very uh, during our previews, right, is that what didn't the Bengals fix? Their interior offensive line. Yeah, but they got another weapon. <laughs> they, got, they got another weapon. Um, and then I think they drafted a pretty damn good left tackle, if I remember right, but they didn't fix any other offensive line. Yeah, yeah. So guess who is one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league? Yeah. Chris Jones. Oh, I thought it was Mike Naughty. <laughs> Derek Naughty. Yeah, our, our cross-eyed or Mike Dana. But you think of, we have Chris Jones, Jaron Reed, who's playing better next to healthier Melvin Ingram, healthy uh, Frank Clark. You have uh, Deshaun Wharton, who's a really great pass rusher too. I, I think that the interior of this Cincinnati offensive line is going to be what this game comes down to essentially, because I don't doubt that, you know, the Chiefs secondary chiefs defense is becoming really great. Right. And I think this game is a test for both sides. Um, I think ultimately I don't doubt that the chiefs offense can score, right? Like at this point, now that everything is clicking and everyone's playing, the chief offense will score. But I think what this game is going to come down to is how does the chiefs defense 
match up against the weaknesses of the Cincinnati Bengals offense. And I think that's that's very important. And I think that's what people are missing in this whole conversation about Bengals versus Chiefs. Yeah, well, and I think a lot of it too is really just people wanting to wanting to do the cold takes for engagement on social media well, and shit like that. Yeah, um, and I think people, I think the Chiefs are now now that the Chiefs are eleven and eleven and four, they're basically in the driver's seat for the one seed, right? After being at Halloween, they're three and yeah, four in last place. If we win the last two, we are guaranteed. The- and it, we'll talk about some scenarios that I want to talk about here in a second, but you know, the Chiefs could wrap up the one seed this week all they need to do is win the game and then miami has to beat the titans that's yep. that's all that needs to happen for so which means we can't talk about miami this week i know so we have to be careful to tie um but i think it's fascinating this this turn of like now the chiefs are in that veteran like team mindset of like this is the team to beat and everyone goes oh but we, we let's let's look at this I underdog think, let's yeah, look at because this thing, it's right? because the way they started and I think right. I think uh, media pundits are still not wanting to believe that the Chiefs are the best. Yeah, uh, and they don't want to call it too early because of the way we started. And, and that's why I think some stats are important because you know you watch some of the early Chiefs games and you're like, wow, sometimes they look really good, sometimes they look atrocious. And you take out again the bad luck, the interceptions, the the drop passes, and things like that. And the Chiefs statistically were still one of the best, if not the best offense in the league and that's where my argument comes in is you can't take those out <laughs> they're there so that creates a loss and right. a bad scenario for those guys so that's why you can't take either side to right uh, too and, but deeply. i but i also think you can't just say it was they were good or bad i think there's so much nuance to like why they weren't winning games and why they were losing games no no brendan in this world everything <laughs> is black or white there is no gray you're right uh one thing real quick before we move on it is supposed to be rainy in cincinnati and they do oh, not yeah. have a, a it's dome. open yeah isn't it so the run games could be used more often than we think they would that's true maybe that's true i don't know um, so yeah, so that's Chiefs Bengals. I think there's a lot of nuance. I think I think it's gonna be a fun game. Um, I I would kind of be shocked if it was you know a really low scoring game. I think that's gonna be twenties, thirties, things like that. But I I'm hoping that everything lines up this week for the Chiefs. In that way, we can move on from this whole like. Oh, the Chiefs. I still don't trust the Chiefs in this scenario. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think it will shut a lot of people up if we beat a, pl- a team that everyone thinks is the best. Is team the AFC. next up-and-comer, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, so a couple other fun games we're going to talk about. Remember when the Texans were the next up-and-comer? And boy, <laughs> that, that went down quick, grace. didn't Yeah, that, it's crazy to think about. Um, but I, I think the Bengals are in a good spot for the AFC in the future. But I mean... It, it, we go back to that conversation of like whenever you think of the best teams in the AFC, it's like, well, there's a couple. There's like a handful, right? Hey, man, if the Colts get a quarterback. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well, whenever uh, Carson Wentz went on the COVID list, Philip Rivers was, he was on the phone. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so a couple of fun games that we're going to keep an eye on. Um, I don't want to talk about too much, but Dolphins, Titans, it's a big game yep, for, for the Dolphins, for both teams and for the Chiefs, right? Um, I, I legitimately think, you know, the, the Dolphins have turned their season completely around, right? They, they it's lost wild, like seven yeah. in a row. They now they've lost or now like one, seven, seven in a row, whatever. First team in NFL history to do such Which a thing. wild to think about. So I think against the Titans, who we can say what we want about the Titans. We've mm-hmm. talked about that endlessly against what I still consider the Titans basically a pretender, basically. 
this is the time for Tua and the Dolphins to step up and beat a team, yeah. like a, an AFC team that is above them. Everybody's rooting for you, man. Everyone is. Um, Raiders are playing the Colts. Both teams, I think, are fighting for their playoff lives, essentially. And as you mentioned, Carson um, Wentz is on the COVID list for I, this game. But I think technically because of the new COVID rules. I, don't, Wentz, but I didn't think he was vaccinated. He is not. But now that they, if he's not symptomatic and takes a couple tests, he can come back in five days. Even unvaccinated players. Yeah. So we're just so the CDC so said, we're just over it, right? So the CDC said if your ventilator rolls, baby, you go to work. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what. The, the NFL quickly adopted the new CD gui- CDC guidelines. So, But which CDC guidelines? This isn't about football yep. for a second. Which ones were the ones that were pressured by Delta Airlines? The the, the five-day... The five... Because they... Let's get into it. <laughs> we can maybe we can talk about it more next week. But essentially yeah. what happened was that the CDC said if you are unsymptomatic or asymptomatic and you, you take a couple tests and you can come back in five days or something. No, and I don't think it's even testing or something like that. If you're asymptomatic after you have a positive test, quarantine for five days. And then wear a mask. You're good to go. Yeah. And it came out that Delta CEO basically essentially lobbied and fought with the CDC to have that happen because flights are insane. Flight staffing is insane right now. And that was basically it. But there's no guidance on, do we test to come back? Do we, what What do we do? You know, so. Yeah. Okay. Great. Anyway. Um then looking through the list, uh, yeah, Rams play the Ravens in what I think will be a fun game. Uh, Ravens still don't have Lamar Jackson still isn't practicing, or he tried to practice on that Wednesday with I sent Brian the uh, the video of him limping around, and he hasn't practiced since basically. So I think we're gonna see uh, Huntley again, yeah, or Josh Johnson, whoever the fuck is gonna play for the Ravens. Uh, see him again. I don't think Ravens are gonna make the playoffs. I don't think so either because let's talk about this real fast with what the playoff seating looks like for, at this current moment on this beautiful Sunday so, snowy morning in Kansas City. Chiefs are in the one seed currently. Yep. They're the only AFC team who has locked up a playoff spot because they have won the AFC West, yeah. right? So we're, we're seeds one through four. We're going to be somewhere in there. It's somewhere in there. Second seed is Tennessee because of the AFC South. Uh Bengals are seed or number three because of the north, and then the Buffalo Bills are seed number four because of the east. Then you have Indianapolis nine and six, New England Patriots nine and six, Miami eight and seven. This that's the last playoff spot right there. Then you have in the hunt, yep. you, Baltimore eight and seven, Chargers eight and seven, Raiders eight and seven, Pittsburgh seven seven and one, Cleveland seven and eight, and then. Denver, who's also seven and eight. Yeah, I so think we have a lot of these teams in the last two weeks of the uh, of the of the season who are. I it's going to be a lot of movement. I think very quickly. Not only are the Ravens already out of the playoffs currently, I just don't think they're going to work their way back in over the Chargers or anyone else. No, currently you, you in look the at uh, the Ravens because um, they play the Rams, right? The Rams who are now now playing better, but then they end the season against the Steelers, which. I think both these teams are going to be fighting like crazy for that last playoff spot, and they're going to need a lot of help to get that last playoff spot, right? Um, so, yeah, interesting game to watch. Broncos play the Chargers in another big AFC game for both these teams, fighting again for for playoff seeding and spots and things like that. Um, ooh, giant AFC or NFC matchup is Cardinals playing the Cowboys. Yeah, that one could be a potential playoff. Um, uh, matchup and the whole thing I sent Brian about Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury even in college his team start out hot and then just fall off a cliff mm-hmm. in at in the middle of the end of the season 
So are we still going to see that drop? Um, I would I would assume so off the Cardinals because they lost a big game against the Colts. They lost to the Lions and they lost to the Rams past three games. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think they're already locked for playoffs, though. Yeah, the NFC is a little bit is is a little bit more cut and dry because you have Green Bay, Dallas, Rams, Tampa Bay, Arizona locked up, locked up for for playoffs. Top five right there. Then you have San Francisco, Philly, Minnesota, Atlanta, New Orleans, Washington, all jockeying for, for yeah. Playoffs. So I, th- you know, even if they get the last seed, the Cardinals. Again, are still going to are still going to be in there. The season yeah. sort of resets, right? And then it's yep. just game by game. So then, then it becomes. I mean, as long as you're in the playoffs, now it's time to. Now it's January, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, that's another big factor in the Chiefs' favor is that the the Chiefs know what January playoff implications and games look like, right? The Bengals don't. They don't quite know that yet, you know. And I'm not saying at all that the players aren't as motivated as this player. Blah blah. blah. I just think it's a different mindset of knowing what needs to be done yeah. against a really great team in the AFC, you know? Um, so yeah. So then looking through here, Sunday night football is Vikings at Packers. Uh, I think Kirk, Kirk cousins is out on COVID, I believe. So oh. we'll see whoever's backing that, that person up. Um, and then Monday night football is Browns at Steelers. Both these teams basically hanging on for dear life yeah. for any type of playoff stuff. Um, the Browns have been hit hard by injuries and COVID and things like that. Um, so I'm real curious against a giant Monday night game in Pittsburgh, what that's going to look like. And then uh, did you see Ben Roethlisberger's comments at the last press conference? Yeah, he said it's going to be his last and time he's basically, playing. I'm done, which you watch him play and you're like, yeah, you should have been done like a year or two ago. Yeah, bro. man. Um, they don't all age like Tom Brady. No, man. And that it, it has become very apparent that, you know, as a player – he just doesn't have it anymore. And he it looks sh- like he doesn't want it. And he, sh- yeah, he shouldn't be out there taking up a spot. Yeah. You know? so, so, yeah, so a lot of fascinating games to watch for playoff implications, playoff seeding. Um, again, if the Chiefs handle business against the Bengals and uh, the Titans lose, Chiefs get the one seed. And they can cruise with a pretty good, excuse me, uh, season-ending Chad Henney start, right? So that would be great. That would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. So we'll um, see how that all looks. Yeah, I uh I'm excited. I am too. It's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of fun football, a lot of fun games to to keep if, an eye on. If we win, what we can't unless the Titans lose, we can't lock up the one seed, right? That's the yeah, only so way. So basically if we win and the Titans win, which we again don't want that at all, yep. putting on that in the universe. Um if we win, then we have to beat the Broncos in week 18. But all the Titans have to do is lose and we win and then we're locked in. Yeah, we're done. We're good. Okay. Okay, so everybody if you're from Kansas City, if you're in Kansas City, <laughs> you're you're a Dolphins fan this week. Yeah, exactly. As exactly. much shit as we give our friend Ty from where where am I going? Where, why would I, I get why here? would I watch that show? We need to be his friend this week. Yes. And root everyone for everyone and at, is that game when is that game on? Is it after the Chiefs game or is it also at noon? It the is. Titans and Dolphins. Also <laughs> at noon. Okay, great. That's on, that's a on CBS, so we won't get that game. Yep, that's a bummer. We'll get highlights from it, and they they always tend to uh, whenever it's like playoff implications like that, they always tend to show more highlights than they normally would. <laughs> right. Kind of keep you abreast. So that's that's good. Uh, also, if you're in Kansas City, stay warm today. Watch the game nice and cozy. It's an away game, so you don't have to be out there in the ten degree, negative fifteen degree wind chill. Uh, stay cozy, stay warm, stay safe, 
and stay a Chiefs fan. And then, uh, you know, tomorrow, make sure to listen to Debates on Tap, of course. Whatever that looks like. It's going to look great. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I believe so. Stay safe out there, like Bright Guy said. Stay warm. Care about each other. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.